Black Star Radio and probably one of the difficulties of employment with Indigenous peoples is often the requirement to have a blue card. Now, the blue card, of course, is the working with children card that many have to have within Queensland. And for some, it can be very, very hard to get it because of a minor discretion back in their younger days. A man who was also trying to get something done within government in Queensland is Robbie Catter, and he's on the phone right now. Robbie, look, thanks very, very much for your time, mate. No, look, thanks, Mark. It's a really important issue and I'm buried in incident. This policy done with best-made plans has negatively impacted and really kept people from pulling themselves out of bad situations. I do work with children in my hobby and everything else. I've had to apply for one. But also for many with the Indigenous, you see, and it is, must have a blue card or be able to obtain a blue card. One of the things is criminal history. And that could be a minor indiscretion into the past. So this is what the second or third time you're trying to get the state government to do something about this to try and resolve it. Yeah, and, you know, often the benefit of doing something the second or third time is you get to stop and think, was this really worth it or am I on the right track? Or it's had a lot of airtime now to get all, crash out all the negative issues against this or the reasons why you wouldn't do it. So it's actually been a benefit having all that time because now I'm more confident than ever that it's the right thing to do. And and I think that the issue really stems from the fact that most of the broader public think blue card is just simply keeps pedophiles from kids. And that may have been the intent initially, but it goes much broader than that in that, like you said, it could be a homebrew offence on Mornington Island. So most people don't realise that there's parts of Queensland where drinking is banned completely. And if you go and make a bit of homebrew, then you're a criminal and you can never work with kids, or almost never again. And that's, I'm sure, wasn't the intent of the people that said all this stuff in the first place, but that's what we've got. But what I'm saying is we need to rejig this, and it can be done in a way that I think strengthens the safety around the child, makes it a much safer system, but allows those people that are trying to turn their life around that the community would readily accept and um, get them back into the workforce because I think what we should all be invested in is making sure that people that want to turn their lives around and get back into the workforce can. One of the questions I am going to ask with this because, as you said there, it is for the protection of children. And Mm. I was speaking to someone the other day and they said, well, there can be still shame within a community or within a family about something that has happened and they won't bring up the the details to um, officials. How is it that you are going to police or ask for judgment to be done mm. if somebody applies for a, uh, a blue yep. card. So what are the parameters of maybe taking a look at a discretion or even something that within the community, they know that something yeah. has occurred, but the officials don't? Yeah, look, and I'll start by saying, Mark, I don't profess to be an expert of families and, and um, attitudes in Aboriginal communities, but I know what I'm told by people that work there, and, and I think that's very true. I think there's definitely going to be occasions where there'd be shame around saying what's happened to someone, or there's going to be a lot of family pressures at times where someone's applying for a blue card, and there'll be pressure on those people that are involved in the decision. And I'm really glad you asked that question because I want to explain what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. is changing the system so that if you make an application for a blue card, so you want to get a job as the the groundsman at the school, 
you might want to be a teacher's aide or you might even want to be work for QBIL, the government building service that you need a blue card for in most Aboriginal communities. If you apply for that, and just so long as you've got no disqualifying offences, which is like the rape and murder and whatever else, as long as you've got none of those, then if it's not going to be a positive notice, when in a short time frame, it's four weeks nominated in, the, in my legislation, it goes back to the community, the local justice group, and then they have the power to either say no or yes. And they can, as a, as a bit of a, to address what you just said, as a bit of a pressure valve, if there is family pressures or internal family pressures on, you know, giving someone a blue card when they don't think they are fit, they do it in consultation with the police and the magistrate as well. And there would be rights for appeal in the government uh, as well to step in to say, well, hang on, we still don't agree with that because there's just too much dirt on this person. So there are safeguards, but I'd, I'd argue that my, what I'm proposing is even safer still because, as you would know, in the current blue card system, if there is someone that is a pedophile and the local community knows that, but there's no prior offences on their record, there's no ability for the locals to say no to that blue card because the decision's made by someone in Brisbane that doesn't know this person. But when the decision-making is brought back to that same local community, they've got the ability to pick up and not give it to someone that you know, otherwise could have got it. Um, so I think it could work a safer system. I'd also go on to say, if, you know, the way to try and stop the violence in the household or aggression or misbehaviour is to stop alcohol abuse. And alcohol abuse usually thrives when there's no employment and people are bored. And the way to meaningful employment is... Um, making sure they've got access to jobs. And a blue card at the moment is one of the biggest barriers to people getting the jobs. So through uh, a number of steps, you can see that I think these amendments will make the home safer for that child on average. Yes, there are some risks, but there's risk with every piece of legislation, every real law we make. There certainly is, and I think also something that the person I've been talking to would find that to be, I suppose, reassurance because you do have that community involvement once again, which can be so important because, let's face it, getting a job is not only just the improvement of self-esteem, it's the ability to be able to provide for your family. It's the ability to have a future. And these are the things that really we need to take a look at. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, none of this stuff has perfect solutions, but I just know something needs to change right now because it, it breaks my heart, Mark, when the, the amount of people I've had on the phone before pulling me up in the street who are trying to make a go of their life and trying to pull themselves out of the rut. And sometimes it's just homebrew offences or, you know, um, drink driving charge from 10 years ago or a, a fight they were in 10 years ago. And it's almost like that's disqualified them for life for getting any of these jobs in the communities because just about every job in these communities requires a blue card. Like I said before, you can be a builder or a plumber on the council, but that still means you've got to go into the school and the hospital a lot of the time, which has kids on it, which means you need a blue card. So something needs to be done, mate, and um, I've, that's why I'm more resolved now than ever to try and get an outcome here. And it's the third time I'm putting in the parliament, but I'm really just chasing support from the communities there now. So if anyone from the government comes near them, uh, they let them know that they want action on the blue card and, my solutions aren't necessarily the best. There might be a better way to do it, but all I know is that we need to somehow get these people back into work. It's done with the best intent. I'm not trying to throw the whole system out the window, but it needs to be modified and pick the purpose in the communities that it applies to. And it's not at the moment, and I'm pushing for change on that so that we can get people in Aboriginal communities back to work. And when they, you know, when they want to make that change in their life, 
there's not so many barriers in there. We're in Queensland with the Catter Australia Party being a minor party within the state parliament. Uh, the people that you're talking to, because you'll be talking to politicians of all sides of parliament, yeah. what's been the response? I mean, do you th believe that you could be able to get the numbers to get this through? Well, if, if someone walked the halls of parliament with me, they'd say, boy, oh boy, Rob, this is going to get through, because I think most people know what the right thing to do is. Um, the majority of politicians that live in these areas have said to me, Rob, really admire what you're doing there, and it, we know it's got to happen. But most of the time, the feedback is, quite literally someone is just that it's too tough because the general public think this is lowering the bar and making our kids less safe and as I explained to you I don't think it makes the kids less safe at all I think it actually makes the kids more safe but the the general um, public sort of just say oh the, the government's going soft on crime because they're watering down the blue card and that's why government's scared of acting on this but in the halls of parliament, usually the conversations are quite good where they say, yeah, look, we really want to support it, but talk is cheap and action is where the real value is in government. So we want to see some action. And I'm hoping that some of these people address their conscience and, and take the time to actually go to these communities and talk to people and, and come to the same realisations that I have that we desperately need to do something to get people back into work. And I've got to say, I just I live in hope because uh, that's why I'm in politics. A lot of it seems hopeless for us, but I just, this has got to happen. It's, we can't continue with how it is, um, no question in my mind. Yeah, it certainly is, and it is well, one way to try and address what is a huge issue within community, unemployment and uh, lack of opportunity. And Robbie, look, thank you very, very much for your time. All the best, and all I can say, if anybody within community wants to get on board, wants to be able to talk to their, I suppose, Member of Parliament, Let's see if we can get something happening. So I appreciate your time to talk. Right, thanks, Mike. Thank you very much. Robbie Catter from the KAP and talking about issues regarding the blue card.